I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. You ever wonder what the point of life is? Why we're squatting on this big hunk of space rock that is traveling across the sun that we're slowly poisoning and will eventually be consumed by entropy? Oh yeah, that's right, it's to subscribe to fellow artists' Patreons, such as myself, an artist. Patreon.com slash MatthewDonald. There you can find bonus content for both my shows, The Ritwin and Paleobites. For the Paleobites bonus content, we discuss pop culture featuring prehistoric animals, and this month we're talking about, that's right, we're finally doing it, Jurassic Park! The book. Uh, the original book from 1990 by Michael Crichton, the one that the movie was based off of. Did you know it was based off a book? I didn't. Of course you did. Link is in the description for where you can sign up to the Patreon. Thank you for your support. Have a lovely day. And find your purpose in life. We all need a purpose. Maybe just go out and look at leaves. Smell the roses. Take a long walk on the beach at a cool summer night. Roar, growl, snarl, bellow. Welcome to Paleo Bites, the podcast that's basically all those Dinonychus tearing apart that Tonotosaurus in audio form. <laughs> My name's Matthew Donald, and each week I'm a rotating series of guest co-hosts talk about and rate a genus of prehistoric animal, be it dinosaur. Mammal, arthropod, and so on. This week, it's my fellow Tenotosaurus who's trying to fight off these Dinonychus. Ah, Stephen Kuro. Get them off me. Ah. <laughs> Why is it that poor Tenotosaurus? Oh, the only thing I know Tenotosaurus for, I know it for two things. One, has a really long tail. Mm-hmm. Two, it gets torn apart by Dinonychus. Yeah. <laughs> like if, you, if you look up every book that mentions it, there's, yeah. there's that image of it being... It's just like the poor Tenotosaurus. Why can't it just... <laughs> kind of should break. Let's give it red scales. Go lead in on it. Poor guy. <laughs> Red scales like it's a red shirt. It's the red shirt of dinosaurs. Because <laughs> it's just always meant to be seen as prey for the Dinonychus. Even though we think now that maybe they didn't hunt him back. Which is weird. So, what did they... They found multiple Dino, Dinonychus, Dinonychus... Yeah, I guess some of them might have hunted back. It's like how some dogs are... So, are like foxes are kind of are solitary. Well, then you have wolves, so... Was it a scavenging scene instead? Possibly. I don't know. Well, I think the, the reason why they think that they aren't is they found this one. They found two different, um, I, th- I think it was Dromaeosaurus or some other, other it wasn't Dinonychus, that had like, the, they could tell the, that the babies and the adults had a different diet. And oh. if they were in a pack, they would have the same diets. <laughs> so, because like the, the, the young would eat whatever was left of the, of the scraps, you know, so... 
But who knows? They also think that the big ones, like Alpha Resource, did hunt in packs. So, like, life is meaningless. God is dead. <laughs> I wouldn't say he's dead, but he's definitely keeping us on our toes. Exactly. It's just like, who cares at this point? Anarchy. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, so, see, that is a related question. Okay, so this creature, like, has a specific weapon at the end of its tail. If you could invent a dinosaur with another type of weapon, any type of weapon, Anywhere, but don't, you know, don't, don't be, be PG, please. Um, what 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 you do? Mm, wow. <laughs> I know, I put you on the spot here. I'll think of one too. Hmm. Is it bad that I want to say a laser cannon? Of course, you wanted to say a laser. Cannon. <laughs> okay, how does it biologically make the laser cannon? Um, it, it has plants on its back. Photosynthesis. Now that doesn't absorb the, it absorbs the energy of the light itself. It eats minerals, which its stomach is designed is um, evolved to churn through a chemical process into an energy beam. Okay. I don't know. Sure. Sure. Not? I mean, that's the worked well enough for dragons. A fantasy made real. That's what I was going for. Yeah. Like, if they can eat platinum and make it into fire with hydrogen bladders. Okay. Here's on. what they do. They do that. They do that. Except the way they angle the the platinum in their mouth, it's like a mirror. <laughs> Just, but there's just lights, just a flashlight. It's, it's not really a laser cannon. Okay, well, I, I was going to say, like, what if you have like a tooth cannon? You know how like how sharks and other or can regrow their teeth. Like, what if you have like you just throw a tooth? We just like somehow they get their tongue because well, dinosaurs the thing they can do is do they have a lot of replacement teeth. What if you had your tongue that could just go like right, just shoot your tooth out? Like your tongue could just. Go through your, your mouth so quickly, just, uh, yeah, you, the way you're looking at me, it's like, Matt, where'd you come up with this crap? That would be weird, but okay, <laughs> just like, sure. It just, like, boom, just shoots it far enough, there's like a tooth, just, like, <laughs> then it grows it back after a couple days. <laughs> tooth cannon. That's what I do. So speaking of that specifically, we're talking about the newly described Stegoros, or Roof Tail. Ah, yes. Yes. We, this guy. You, you showed me this, on and you're like on Facebook, like, we got to talk about this on Paleobites. I'm like, yeah, and then here we are. <laughs> it's just a very, very bizarre. I like bizarre animals. I do. Like, ones with gimmicks. And the ones that don't have gimmicks, I try to make sure, make them interesting still. Like, uh, like recently, like, well, not recently, but the time this episode comes out, but recently when I was recording, I did the Camarasaurus episode with uh, my friend of the show, Natasha. And Camarasaurus is a boring ass long neck if there ever was one. <laughs> so we came up with ways to make it interesting. It's like, oh, it could hold its neck up mostly vertically. You know, like it, like it, it was considered mid. I always said it was a medium sized long neck, despite it being sometimes seventy feet long. <laughs> it's like, was that medium sized back then? Oh, Camarasaurus. Yeah. I believe um, uh, at dinosaurs they refer to them as the rabbit of the. Because yeah, they're everywhere. It's the most common one, and yet it's so boring that even Walking with Dinosaurs didn't feature it in its Morrison Formation episode. Like, it just had Diplodocus and Brachy Brachiosaurus. But, um... Even though Camarasaurus would have absolutely been there. Right, right. But this uh, new guy here... Yes. It's just a, it's a game changer, especially for... It's an ankylosaur, right? It's a, a specifically a para-ankylosaurian, a group of basal ankylosaurids known from Gondwana, specifically South America, Antarctica, and Australia. You know Minmi, the Australian ankylosaur? Yeah. I it's know that. not that. <laughs> it's not related to that. It doesn't include that. Don't be silly. Oh, <laughs> that one's true. far earlier from the Cretaceous and thus far more primitive. Doi. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, but it is 5.9 to 6.6 feet, slash 1.8 to 2 meters long. Uh, and yet, despite that being that long and despite being covered in armor, 
Somehow, based on my research, it is only 220 pounds. That's why I weigh more than this thing. Really? <laughs> like, like that. this again shows that light, how lightweight dinosaurs are compared to us dense mammals. That doesn't make sense, though. A tiger is about six feet long and meant for agile pounces, yet weighs like twice or even three times as much as this similarly sized armor plate herbivore. Is it all the muscle in the tiger versus the yeah. armor well, just, of the well, well, you know, like dinosaurs, they have like, their bones have a lot of cavities, like, like just... Like pockets of, like they're kind of like sponges sort of thing. That's one of the reasons why birds can fly so well. But that's also the reason why big ones like Tyrannosaurus can be 40 feet long and 20 feet high, and you have way the same as an African elephant. <laughs> so, sure, why not? Dinosaurs are pretty <laughs> lightweight for their size. Uh, but so, diet herbivore, I mean, obviously. Uh, time, late Cretaceous, 75 to 71 million years ago. Location, Chile. Uh, fun fact about Chile it is home to. The tallest mountain in the world, if you count tallest as distance from the center of the Earth to the top of the peak. Because the Earth is not entirely a sphere. Sounds like a bit of a stretch, though. Like, here's the thing. So Mount Everest is, is further up north, and so when the Earth, the Earth bulges at the, uh, at the center, at the, at the equator, it bulges the way it spins. It's slightly ovular. So Mount Everest is like 12,000 miles from the top of it, 12,000 miles from the center of the Earth, while this mountain in Chile is like 12,500 miles. Just an interesting way of perspective to like, sort of like how that mountain in, uh, in like Mount Mauna Loja in uh, Hawaii is technically the tallest mountain in the world, but it's just, it starts like so far below sea level. <laughs> right, it's just not, we can't see it. So yeah, so it's like, it. the but from the base of the top, it's way taller than Mount Everest. So, hmm. just a different way to look at the world. The Mount Everest is, is officially the highest point from above sea level. Yes. It's, but, so. It's not necessarily the tallest mountain yes. in general. Yes, it's just, anyway, interesting fact about Chile. Um, it was described in 2021, last year, just last year. Mm-hmm. There's a few already described this year. Um, Glad to see some paleontologists were out and about uh, in the middle of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. What, what? I mean, as long as they're being sent outside. <laughs> right. So I guess you have to travel. You could get stuck <laughs> like, mm-hmm. with, with, like, customs. Like, yeah, that's true. Like, did they did they have to quarantine at their campsite? Probably, yeah. So, nothing else to do. Might as well just go digging. <laughs> you might as well dig for fossils. Uh, anyways, pop culture branch is none yet. I was fairly recently discovered, but you bet your butt that if I do any more Megazoic books, this will be included for sure. Uh-huh. And uh, as, as a science fiction writer, I'm going to sneak it into one of my books as uh, well at some point. Stegoros. But anyway, so speaking of like weaponry, uh, the weaponry in the Animal Kingdom uh, present is something else. Sure, you've got the basic stuff like claws and teeth. Then you've got the more specialized claws and teeth like the long claws of anteaters of Therizinosaurus and the saber teeth of Smilodon, or even more specialized teeth like the, the, the narwhal or the extinct whale Odobinosotops, which is like big, long tusk. Huh. Uh, Odobinosotops only has it on one side, though. It's a one tooth that goes back like this. It's asymmetrical. Yeah. I hate asymmetry. Uh, especially in nature, it's weird, man. It's, but no, I don't, it's not right. Like crabs. Why do they have one claw that's bigger than the other? Oh, that drives me crazy, too. I you know what also drives me crazy? It's not always the same claw. You look at some crabs, it's the right one, sometimes it's the left. So they're right-handed or left-handed. Yeah! Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Ah! <laughs> I won! <laughs> Consistency! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I also have the whips, like the tails of sauropods, clubs, like the tails of ankylosaurs. Mm-hmm. Like some of those whips that, like, you know, like those, sometimes people that just have a whip, they have a whip, like a little rock at the end of it. It's like, Shonosaurus, the, the, the uh, long necked dinosaur with a little bitty club tail. It's one of those. Oh, also, nice. they think I mean, Mickeysaurus had one too. Huh. So. I did not know that one. So, uh, but then you have spiked clubs, like the tails of the armadillo rebel belt of Didi Curis. There's also some legitimate firearms in the animal world, like the spitting cobra, or the, the superheated projectile air bubbles made by the pistol shrimp. Right, right. So the the bombardier beetle. Yeah, the bombardier beetle. Yeah, like uh, now with this new dinosaur, we can have one more weapon to the animal arsenal. One very specific, but almost exactly depicted by this creature. Now you have one from Polynesia, but the specific name. Well, what is it from actually, sir? Well, the one the one that I found is the Leomano, which is a Hawaii. it's a Polynesian yes. mostly by the Hawaiians, but Polynesian in general, club. It's like a flat club yes. studded with shark teeth on the side. Well, that's cool. But no, like um, the, the one I have though in Mesoamerica, uh, particularly the Aztec Maya Mixtec and Toltec civilizations, there exists a weapon called the Makuahuito. Uh, which was a wooden club with a trapezoidal flat and embedded obsidian blades. Uh, so, similar idea. Yeah, yes. Historians have called these saw swords. <laughs> That's a good name for them. And they were so powerful and sharp that according to an account from conquistador Brunel Diaz de Castillo, uh, it could even decapitate a horse. <laughs> Yikes. That's impressive. Like. And terrifying. Well, the, the, the description of this thing of this horse because you know it's still a horse is big and it's like the guy probably gets tired it decapitates it enough that it kills it but the horse the head doesn't all the way to touch uh, oh, dangles oh, like that's uh, uh, it's like nearly headless Nick but a horse <laughs> and, and very much dead I mean I guess uh. Nick is dead too but he's just a ghost but, <laughs> so. it, but it looks like that this dinosaur thought up the design first yes exactly <laughs> like um, but like yeah so the, this Makuahito a specific weapon known only in history of Mesoamerica, but also has a similar variance to uh, the Polynesian one, is featured almost perfectly in this newly described ankylosaur, Stegoros. Mm-hmm. Had a relatively short tail compared to other ankylosaurs, but the last 12 caudal vertebrae are covered by tough osteoderms, the last five of which are fused together to form a flat connected structure. This created a tail weapon unlike any other creature in its family, truly showing how unique and distinctive dinosaurs can be. And yes, it looks almost exactly like a Makuahuito, or what was the one yours was called? Leomano. Leomano. Man, the Polynesian language flows out the tongue so much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, also, they only have 12 letters, yes. and five of them are all the vowels. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, like, it's just, it's just 
Nature's weird. It is weird. I don't know how else to say it. So, like, 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 I feel like the Aztecs and the Polynesians would have been proud. <laughs> they would have loved this uh, this creature. I think. I found out that like uh, there's no surviving Makuahuitls. Like oh, really? all the ones that we have are rep- replicates found from like uh-huh. we we made them from like a ca- like either pictures like tablets or other sort of thing. There's never been a surviving legitimate Makuahuitl. That's a shame. Yeah, because uh, it looks so cool. Are there any surviving? <laughs> Leomana. Leomana. <laughs> there are a lot of um, replicas, like you say. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't actually know for sure um, if there are any antique ones. I know that there are many antique Polynesian weapons from mm-hmm. the from older eras that are still around. I'll have to double check. I'll get back to you. Yeah, that's just cool. It's just a cool idea for a weapon. Like the fact that like mm-hmm. it kind of is like a spatula, and that there's like a thing for you to grab on. But since it goes out like this, like you can. Right. Really exert a lot of force. Exactly. To, and, with, and with the obsidian, especially, because that's such a sharp rock. Uh, <laughs> like, and then shark teeth? I yeah. mean, that's horrifying. It is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> I would not want to get hit by either of them. No! <laughs> and, and if you want to be slightly less, you know, deadly, you can just turn them on its flat and just whack them in the face with like a frying pan. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and this creature had something like this on its tail! Yeah! <laughs> so that was so short, though. Surely it didn't have a lot of range. Hmm? I guess a theropod that got too close uh, was around. in for it. I guess it was only 200 pounds. It could just bound around Maybe, back. Yeah. Surely that's not right. I, may, I surely must have misread that because that is a lot. I, I, I mean, I, I'm already gaining some weight. I need to work on it. But the fact that I weigh more than this thing. Oh, man. It's just not good. That's really puts it in perspective. Yeah. I was like, it's 220 pounds. Yeah, I weigh a little bit more than that. <laughs> Well, you know, it's never, never, uh, never too late to yep, yep, yep. make better choices. My problem is that I drink soda a lot. If it makes you feel any better, I've been meaning to lose weight myself. Oh, I'm but look at you, you shrimp, at least compared to me. <laughs> My belly is starting to jiggle. Uh, it's all right. The ladies love it. Give something to grab onto. Why? <laughs> I'm just, dad bots are in. <laughs> because, uh, you know, this is the thing, as someone with a dad bot, I remember hearing about dad bods already. Like, that's disgusting. <laughs> like, that's like, just because we've accepted that we're all just getting bigger. And it's like some people just having to find a trash. Sort of like how nowadays, you know that silver hair is in now? Is it? Yeah. I like, actually have kind of silver Well, silver like, so that's going. gray. Like, that's like silver. Like, sort of like how, like, you know, like how in Game of Thrones, Daenerys' hair is like a platinum blonde. Imagine platinum gray. So, like, that kind of shiny, but just ah, desaturated. okay. So... That would look cool. Yeah, it does look cool, but it's him. I'm just like, oh, is it because everyone's so stressed now thanks to COVID and all this other stuff? We're just getting gray hair. Maybe. Early. People are like, oh, now that's hot. <laughs> so if you can't make your body the type that's hot, just wait until what's hot is your type of body. That's yeah. what I say. Just be patient. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Speaking of uh, sort of like that, I wonder if, like, I guess it's kind of, it's, this is such a, specific defense thing, I guess worked more in defense, but also maybe worked a lot on display. So I wonder if it was different for male and females. That's another good point. Like, we don't know. We only have a few bones of this thing. This could be, yeah, it could be, like, maybe only the males have them, or maybe only the females have them. Or maybe or the males have one that's bigger, and it could hold up like a peacock. <laughs> maybe not, because that's tail feathers. There's no bone there, but... <laughs> so, he could have still used it in some sort of display. Yeah, or the males could have whacked each other. <laughs> that, too. Yeah, so, I don't know. Good stuff. There's a lot of cool stuff. I mean, you just wonder. It's so interesting how all this stuff, like, evolves, and how it all works. It's just, I mean, you know, it's uh, it gives me hope uh, that, you know... Paleo- modern paleontology has been around for what 150 
Maybe 200 uh, years? Almost, getting close to 200. Yeah, almost 200 years. Wait, hold on. This is about... Are we nearing the 200th anniversary of the, the naming of Megalosaurus? Hold on. <gasps> it was in the 1820s. Oh. Let me check. Hold on. Did we miss it? Did we miss it? Oh, no. I think Megalosaurus was the first one described. It was. So, all right, Megalosaurus. Megalosaurus was the first. Oh no, did we miss it? In 1824, we're, oh, we're still there! Yes, okay, good, we're on track. Guys, we gotta celebrate in two years. Oh wait, uh, the type species was named in 1827. Wait, no, what? Uh, the type species was named in 1827, but the first genus was named in 1824. It's getting close, guys. 200 years of dinosaurs. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah. Uh, what I was going to say is that we're still making discoveries. Like, Oh yeah, you know, that's the thing. It is. Uh, we are eventually going to run out, unfortunately, because it's not like there's ever new but I think I've read that they estimate that won't happen for at least another 200 or 300 years. Excellent. Yeah, so yeah. And we're currently in the golden period where like there's still a lot to find. Eventually, like in 150 years, so it will slow down, mm. which will suck. And then who knows? But then once we find them all, like, I mean, and I don't know, there could still be more, like, like under the sea or something, or things that we can have be with better technology. I mean, eventually, Antar we'll be able to get into Antarctica and yeah, see what's exactly. going on there. Because, like, we have Cryolophosaurus and Glacial Saurus, I think, is the other one that was in that. But that's a whole formation there that was found. Um, like, well, and even when we do run out, we'll always have more to talk about, more to learn. Like, because we can study things. Like, there's so many dinosaur species that are described not out in the field, but, like, in a museum. That's true. Like, where it's like someone looks over something else, like, actually. That belongs to such and such. Yeah, that's the way I want to describe dinosaur. I don't want to go out in the heat of the desert. Yeah, I just want yeah. to be in a building and just get drunk one Sunday and just people, be like, describe ten species in one night. Like, <laughs> people will look at a bone and be like, actually, I think this animal might have been, you know, the endothermic, I don't know. But yeah, whatever. yeah, there's more stuff to learn, yeah. It's, it's just beyond what we have, all the material and other stuff. But the Earth's so big, it'll be a while. So this just means that we have about three or four hundred years before we absolutely have to invent time travel. Yes, and then, yeah, that's... Then we have to go find the dinosaurs for ourselves. <laughs> oh, God, what if we don't? And then the interest... In, that's one of the things why dinosaurs are still so fascinating, because we're still... It's a growing field. When we run out of stuff to learn, well, we dinosaurs will just get forgotten. At least we won't be around for that. Yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> uh, anyways, on that sad note, that's it for this week. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on, we didn't rate it. We're at 65 million. Let uh, rate like... I mean, there's not really much else to it other than it's that. It's a one-trick pony, but yeah, it's still pretty cool though. Like, uh, so I'm gonna rate it like 40 million, 41 million. Mm, I was thinking I'm gonna give it a provisional 45. 45. Okay, cool. There we go. I mean, it's very cool looking. <laughs> Imagine the, the weaponry I could put on it in a Megazoic book. <laughs> oh, you could give it like a, an extension energy sword or something. That's what I was thinking. Maybe like it does like it waves it and then like a beat a wave of energy just kind it of. It has a lightsaber. Yeah, but it's not even like a lightsaber. It's more like a light wave. Like it just whirls us down and a wave of energy just ripples out in that, that direction. Cool. Yeah, that works too. <laughs> or it just like they extend like the blades on. Just, <laughs> nice. And or or a lightsaber. <laughs> Lightsabers make everything cooler. <laughs> exactly. Alright, that's it for this week. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can contact us at Matt D at MatthewDonCreator.com. For any questions to either co-host, you can find me on social media at MatthewDonCreator on Facebook, at MatthewDon64 on Twitter, and MatthewDon64 on Instagram. I have a book series on Amazon Megazoic available for print and Kindle, which again, I will put this in if I ever do more. <laughs> Which I might at some point. I just want to take a break. I want to do other things, you know. Of course. But like, if I ever do more, this is definitely going in. <laughs> uh, what about you? What do you want to plug? Um, so, yes. I have written multiple short stories and poems. You can find my work in 
or that you can find it now or soon to be in New Myths, uh, Sci-Fi Quest, The yes. Fifth Die, and others. My website is at s t e p h e n c c u r r o. No dot in the middle of that. Yeah, I I thought it'd be it's better. It's s t e p h e n c c u r r o. Dot com. Dot com. Thank you. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I thought it'd be easier if I just spelt it out rather than explain, oh, I'm Steve. Well, you just kind of just put it as like, blah, blah, blah. I used to be able to say the alphabet just like, in like two seconds. Really? I've lost it. I get, I get tongue-tied. I used to be like... It's less tongue-tied than me. <laughs> so, anyway, find my stuff. Find Matt's stuff. Thank yes, you all yes, for listening. Yes, yes. I'm going to talk about the wrist weights. We're going to talk about written. Uh, whenever that's going to stop or not stop. Who knows? It's going to go on forever. This whole show is going to go on forever. <laughs> Both of these shows are. These uh, are the shows that never end. Like this damn pandemic. <laughs> You know, I've said this a billion and a half times, but you know, maybe by the time this episode comes out, it'll be over. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, I remember listening to some of the ones we did recently back when we started doing episodes again. And we were, we were so naive because, like, it was right before our Delta. So, we're like, oh, we're nearing the end. You know? like, uh, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, for those of you who are listening, we're recording this, uh, uh, riding February, the wave of. Oh, yeah. February 2022. And we're riding the tail end of Omicron. Yep. And they're saying that there are probably going to be more variants. Uh, but hopefully less deadly. Hopefully, le- probably less More deadly. contagious, less deadly is the way it'll go. We're still in the long haul. I'm betting it's going to be like 2023 before this is finally. Oh, yeah. Uh, once the Omega wave hits and we all become zombies, then... No! No zombies. <laughs> Alright, that's it for this week. We'll see you at the end of every episode of Paleo Bites. <laughs> Omega. Oh, I know. Omega. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.